More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Third hour of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show is upon us. Buck here in NYC. Clay down in the Florida panhandle. Quite lovely out here this time of year. A lot lovelier than New York where it's freezing. And there are still Democrats in charge, so we got to deal with that. But it is almost Thanksgiving. We're very excited to be, be uh, getting a chance to chat with all of you across the country as you get ready for the, for many people, it's definitely a top three holiday, right, I think, or top five. Some people, number one. They're big Thanksgiving folks. And we have much to be thankful for, despite all the problems, all the challenges Clay and I speak with you about every day. We all have things to be thankful for and gathering with friends, loved ones, family, that's that's the way to do it. Um, we unfortunately have to deal with the reality of a COVID season that is upon us as well. And I think Fauci is starting to lose his grip over the public's mind. I don't think he's able to just say, listen to me or else. So here he is actually calling out by name a member of the news media. I'm a little sad, Clay. It's not us, but we're working on it. I come <laughs> up with all crossed. the fingers. Yeah, crossed. fingers crossed. I call him the little tyrant lab coat smurf. I mean, I the, the all the names you hear around there. A lot of them started with the Buckster. But here he is calling out none other than our, our friend Tucker Carlson. Play six. I've devoted my entire professional career of 50 years to try and essentially safeguard and preserve the health and the lives of the American people. And as an infectious disease doctor who deals with outbreak, that gets really extended to the rest of the world. That's what I do. The praise or the arrows and slings are really irrelevant. I do what science drives you to do, and that's what I do. And, you know, I'm not in it for a popularity contest. I'm trying to save lives. And the people who weaponize lies are killing people. So the only question I have is that when you show Tucker Carlson and Peter Navarro criticizing me, I consider that a badge of honor. I consider it a badge of honor that Fauci's too chicken to come on our show. show and answer. We would ask real questions and I would want real answers, not let him do the usual. Look what he starts there with. I've devoted my whole life to saving lives all over the world. It's not about the fame. I just have to be on TV every 30 seconds or else I shrivel up like a prune. 
I got to give credit. Buck to Tucker Carlson for taking the slings and arrows as Dr. Fauci just reflected. I've not heard Tucker say anything inaccurate about COVID. In fact, almost everything, it seems to me, including the Rittenhouse interview this week, Tucker's willing to stand up and say the inconvenient truth in the face of an onslaught from the mainstream media, including Fauci and others. We'll come back to that and the Fauciite madness this Thanksgiving in a few moments here. We are now joined by our friend James Golden. Many of you know him as Mr. Bo Snurdly. He's got a book out, Rush on the Radio, a tribute from his sidekick for 30 years. James, my friend, good to have you on. It is so good to be here. Thank you for having me. And you know, it's a little bit bittersweet, though. Um, I'm feeling just a little bit cheery and emotional because Thanksgiving, as you know, you know, this was Russia's favorite time of year. And I just remember last year at this very time, Rush was telling all of us that he, he was comparing himself to, to the way that Lou Gehrig felt. And he said that he truly understood how Lou Gehrig felt facing a terminal illness and still feeling like he was the luckiest human being on the face of the earth. That was Russia's Thanksgiving message last year, along with profound thanks for this audience of which you are holding up the legacy. And we're so proud of you for doing that. And so this is, but, but it's a little bit bittersweet this year as we remember that Thanksgiving story that Rush um, um, told us, the, the, the true Thanksgiving story, which was, of course, a class between socialism and what eventually won capitalism in this country and individual achievement. So what a time of year, what a time of year. And of course, the beginning of the Christmas season, which was just so special for Rush and for all of us. James, we appreciate you coming on with us and sharing, uh, to your point, what is such a bittersweet moment for many of the people listening here who have for decades experienced Thanksgiving with Rush and they don't have him. Uh, for this first Thanksgiving, and, and we're very honored to have you here. Uh, I, I'm assuming you have seen the Wall Street Journal under siege for publishing their Thanksgiving homily, basically, from the 1600s that they've been publishing for decades to signify the importance of Thanksgiving. How do you think Rush would have responded to the Wall Street Journal standing up to people trying to cancel their editorial and how pleased would he be with what they wrote in response to those who would cancel them? I think that he would be very happy to see the Wall Street Journal taking a stand, especially when so many others on uh, that we wouldn't expect cave in to this progressive madness that is sweeping across the nation that tries to rid us of our history and our traditions. You know, Rush was, in many ways, the first attempt for the progressives and the liberals in this country to try to begin their cancel culture war. It didn't work with Rush. And certainly with the Wall Street Journal today, with this attempt, and, it, and, and you know what? The Wall Street Journal is not the only ones coming under attack for celebrating Thanksgiving. You can see across other outlets in the mainstream media today, very sly in some cases, or in other cases, very outright and hostile attacks on the Thanksgiving tradition as not being inclusive enough in our history. Look, we Americans, and, and Rush was so about this, being proud of America, being optimistic that our best days are still ahead of us, 
being, yes, we're aware of the things that happened in our past, but we're also, Rush was also the eternal optimist about the good and great nature of the American people and how we've overcome the things in our past to become a great nation. And we are still filled with the optimism that is greater a superpower as we are today. America's best days are still ahead of us. We're speaking to James. Oh, sorry, James. We're speaking to James Golden, uh, formerly known as Bo Snurdly by many of you. He's got a book out, Rush on the Radio, a tribute from his sidekick for 30 years. I mean, as we're going into the holiday tomorrow, James, people will be looking for things to read, of course. And a lot of them want to know your thoughts both on what Thanksgiving meant to Rush, you and the the whole team. and, And what was the mood like in the studio on days where you were getting ready for Thanksgiving when Rush was at the helm? Well, we always look forward to the last hour of the show because no matter what the news of the day was, we knew that Rush was going to read again the the true story of Thanksgiving, and it never got old, and it never got tired, and we are, and that tradition thankfully is continuing. Thank you. The the tradition that Rush started in this country, and now you're starting to see more and more people aware of the story. We cannot also, by the way, for parents with young children the book series that rush and Catherine wrote on american history from the first pilgrims and their journey here to this nation all the way through the five book series what a wonderful christmas gift that is for parents of young children who want to teach their children the true nature of american history and put in context this great country that we are so blessed to live in There's no doubt, James. And by the way, for everybody out there who is going to be listening to the show tomorrow, we will be playing much of that from Rush on Thanksgiving. You will hear his voice for those of you who are out there traveling or going uh, to your own Thanksgivings. Uh, James, where will you be spending Thanksgiving and what will you be most thankful for yourself as you enter into the holiday season? You know, this year, my nephew, his wife, and their infants, we just celebrated his third birthday two days ago, and their son came out. And they came out, they said, so that they could put some loving on their uncle. And I am so happy to have, to be able to spend time with family this year. This was a devastating year for me, not just losing Rush. My mom passed away three days after Rush. It has been a devastating year and the losses have just been really um just just searingly painful but i am so grateful now looking back on it we had 30 years 33 years of rush on the air we have 33 years of wonderful memories of laughter of his insights that only he could give of his political wisdom of his irreverent humor and it is so a a blessing to now look back over this incredible career that Rush Limbaugh had. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for all the friends that I've met along the way. But, you know, you and I worked together. You were one of the people that sat in that chair when Rush was away. And it's so many great and wonderful people that I've had a chance to meet and interact with. I'm so grateful for that across the the 30 years that I spent with Rush Limbaugh and, uh, and the people that I still with you and the people that were part of our EIB family, so happy about that. It is just, 
it, it is still one of the most wonderful times of the year, even though there's a big hole in my heart that I don't think will ever be filled because Russia isn't here. James, we really appreciate you joining us and, and sharing your memory, of course, of the man himself, Rush, and, and your experiences with him on Thanksgiving. And uh, also, many times I spent holidays with you when Rush was out taking much-deserved vacation with you and, and uh, Mike and the rest of the team here in Alley in New York City. So uh, some, some memory lane stuff there, too. James Golden, everybody, check out his book. Uh, and, James, we really appreciate you being with us today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Happy Thanksgiving and happy Thanksgiving. And thank you for keeping the legacy alive, guys. Thank you, James. We want to tell you about tomorrow being a day of thanks. And we hope all of you can be in the company of family and friends tomorrow as well, able to appreciate, as James was just talking about, how important your family and friends can be to you. There's likely to be pictures taken, videos taken, and today we do that with the ease from our cell phones. Those have become our cameras. But a couple of decades ago, we used video camcorders, expensive 35-millimeter cameras, no more. But what happened to all of those great pictures and videotapes? If you're like most families, those videotapes and film, they're stored away in boxes somewhere. The memories of Thanksgiving days past are too valuable to even think of throwing them away, but how do you watch them again? Legacy Box is the answer. This is the company that takes every videotape, every family film, every old cassette, and digitizes it in a way you can see all those memories again. They ship you a box, a specially made box, and you fill it full of your tapes and film, all of your memories, and then they digitally transfer all of those items that matter so much to you and your family by hand and return to them with you with a digital file thumb drive that makes it instantly possible for you to see and share again with these incredible memories forever. And right now, Buck, they've got an incredible offer for everybody out there. It's really the best deal of the year during their Black Friday event. Visit LegacyBox.com to save 65%. With limited quantities ready to ship, this deal will go fast. That's LegacyBox.com slash Buck for 65% off. Again, LegacyBox.com slash Buck. How's our driving? Call and let us know at 1-800-282-2882. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Welcome back in. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Our thanks to James Golden. Want to reemphasize for you all out there that we will have many of the best moments from Russia's Thanksgiving tomorrow as a part of the best of Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. We, as always, are honored to be sitting in front of a couple of golden microphones. We appreciate all of you. We are thankful for all of you and the support that you have given us. Uh, we are coming up on a half year. Uh, doing this show. We are having a great deal of fun. We hope we're also educating, entertaining, and continuing to fight the battles that matter so much to Rush and that so many of you have spent decades devoting during this time frame. We thank you, uh, both uh, Buck and I do, and our families thank you as well. Now, that doesn't mean that we're going to stop ridiculing all of the stupidity that is going on surrounding this year's Thanksgiving. We paid you NBC... Uh, news reporting, hey, maybe you need a bouncer at the door because inflation costs are up in order to get some of the money 
uh, to be able to cover the increased cost of a Thanksgiving meal. How about CBS this morning? I want to play this for you guys. CBS this morning said, hey, maybe you should be doing COVID tests in your garage before your Thanksgiving meals. This is the insanity we are dealing with. Listen to CBS this morning. Might be a difficult conversation before people step into your house to say, whoa, wait a minute. Where's your card? What's your status before you walk into my home? This is tough because people are all over the map on this. And they're also all over the map with their risk tolerance. But the rapid tests have made this a lot easier. Right. Because whatever people's vaccination status is, we can actually confirm safety on the spot. So if it feels like it's going to be weird, maybe make it kind of fun. Say we're going to start with hors d'oeuvres in the garage. You know, we'll have drinks. (laughs) We'll do our rapid test and then come on in. Right. You can make it playful, make it fun and then be able to enjoy the holiday because you're not worried about safety. It's playful and fun. Like the guy running a Soviet gulag showing you your cell is playful and fun. Give me a break. You know, in New York City, Clay, there are uh, that that school kids for safety reasons are told to eat their lunch in the public school system here outside sitting on the concrete. It's 37 degrees outside right now, freezing their little buns off because adults are lunatics who cannot think for themselves. And this is what I want to tell you. We were trying to solve problems. If you have that relative who shows up and is going to do the mask up between bites thing, you triple mask and you throw on some goggles. And when your relative doesn't have their double mask on, you say, how can you, how can you pretend to take the virus seriously with only one layer of cloth over your mouth inside at this table, sir? How dare you? Can you imagine showing up for Thanksgiving dinner, Buck, and having to take a COVID test in order to eat Thanksgiving or to eat outdoors in the frigid cold as some people are going to do? I just, look, if you are elderly and you are worried, get your booster shots. We've said this. Get your COVID vaccine as 99% of people who are 65 and up have. But at some point in time, When are you going to return to normalcy? I'm not a grandparent, right? But I can't imagine isolating myself for two years from my grandkids in order. You're going to look, I hate to say it. I know it's Thanksgiving. So far as I know, Buck, we're all going to die. We're all going to die. Yep. And so at some point, risk is a function of uh, living your life. You can't, look, can, you're can just, under danger everything yeah, we do all day long. We talk about the numbers. It's not even about numbers people anymore. But, Clay, can we just play out what this uh, CBS discussion that they're having is all about? Like, your Uncle Phil shows up. You're like, Phil, haven't seen you all year, buddy. Great to be here. Just uh, stick this up your nose for a second. All right. What if it's positive? Then you're going to be telling Phil, hey, everybody's going to die, I guess. I, I don't know. you got to yeah. kick him out. I mean, what if it's a false positive? And well, your uncle or your aunt or your grandma or your grandpa don't get to so hang if, out with anybody. If he's asymptomatic and everyone's vaccinated, no soup for you, apparently. You're sent down into the cold, And I by guess. the way, you don't care about the flu. You don't care about a cold. You don't care about any other communicable disease, which has been spread since time immemorial, since uh, Squanto. Is it Squanto? Squanto and, uh, and, uh, the, the other Indians and, uh, and the Bradfords and everybody got together. They were probably, they were probably spreading some diseases at the first Thanksgiving because you know what? They're humans and that's what humans do. What you got for us, Buck? 
You're already spending too much money on gas, food, and college for the kids. Don't overpay for cell service. Pure Talk is on the exact same 5G network, using the exact same towers as one of those big carriers, but for a heck of a lot less. In fact, Pure Talk saves the average family over $800, and switching is so easy. You can keep your number and your phone or save on brand new iPhones or Androids. We're customers, Clay and I. You should be too. Listen to this offer. Unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data on Pure Talk's 5G network, just $30 a month. And Pure Talk has a 30-day risk-free guarantee. You got nothing to lose. From your cell phone right now, dial pound 250 and say Pure Talk. You'll save 50% off your first month and save on a new phone. That's dial pound 250 from your phone. Say Pure Talk. Some restrictions apply. Call for details. On the EIB Network. Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. The podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, 
or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show, everyone. We got Thanksgiving tomorrow. Just got a little more time with you here on the air today. Uh, I will be in uh, manning the EIB solo. Hopefully not taking it in any stormy waters without my man Clay, who's going to be on vacation on Friday. Uh, but we'll be having some fun with you Friday, so please do. It'll be a live show on Friday, 12 to 3 Eastern, and I'll be here talking about all that. Uh, certainly, all of us will be recovering, I assume, from the Thanksgiving feast. Uh, and, and Clay, you know, I tried to look it up in the break, what the best, because there's always the what's the best Christmas movie, right? People get into oh, yeah. what is the best Christmas movie, and then, of course, someone goes, oh, Die Hard is or is not, and we get in the Die Hard it's very straightforward. It takes place on Christmas as a Christmas movie, but uh, there's even some Santa references. R- regardless, we don't have to get into the Die Hard as a Christmas movie thing because it's Thanksgiving we're talking about here. But other than a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, can you even think of a Thanksgiving-based movie off the top of your head? I had that's to look a, it up. That's a great question, you know, because I've been sitting around with the boys, uh, you know, and we're like, hey, let's watch kind of some holiday-ish movies. And I, I actually asked them this question because they're better at searching Netflix than I am, even though they're way younger than I am. Uh, you know, they can zoom through and find everything. And so as a result, Buck, we couldn't really find anything Thanksgiving. Now, we watched a couple of Christmas movies already, and my boys love The Floor is Lava, which is like, have you ever heard of The Floor is Lava? No. This is a, a, something that I think a lot of parents know. It's like a basically a game show where you're trying to avoid falling into lava in quotation marks which is just a you know sort of orange water but it's like you're trying to make your way across a room and my young boys every now and then before this show would happen we would always be playing like oh the floor's lava dad you got to get up on you know like chairs or whatever else in the room and then we watch nailed it which is like a cooking show we've watched hours and hours of that because i've been down with them for the holidays but i can't even think of a good thanks it's a great point i mean there's the charlie brown you know, like old school, but I can't even think of a good one. I got a surprise one for you. Hoo Scent of a Woman is considered a Thanksgiving movie. I only remember the I take a flamethrower to this place line. I don't I saw the movie, it was nineteen ninety two. Al Pacino and Chris O'Donnell, who was having a big run in the nineties, and then he played Robin in one of the really bad Batman and Robin movies. Oh, yeah, and that I remember. was not and that he did, vanished. Where did he go? He doesn't I even. I think he's on anymore, like NCIS Tuscaloosa or something. Like he's on one of the, uh, you know, one of the variants of the NCIS show. But uh, yeah, the the scent of a woman is among the most famous planes, trains, and automobiles, okay. which the crew in here in NYC is getting psyched about. John Candy among it, and Steve Martin, two comedy '80s comedy powerhouses, and then a movie that I I have. Uh, let me see. There was one that I had never really heard of, but apparently it's a big one. Um, oh yeah, the ice storm. Do you know the ice storm? Don't don't know that one. Thanksgiving I, movie. Uh, is Meet the Parents Christmas? By the way, is that like uh, a Christmas Meet the Parents? I can't remember if it, I was thinking there might be a Thanksgiving component to Meet the Parents, which was an absolutely hysterical. Could be, but you would think, given just the the. The ripe ground for dialogue and comedic no interplay of actors sitting around a table. I think about Christmases, or sorry, Thanksgivings rather, growing up, we would often go to, I have cousins that actually, like a lot of people live in, you know, in the burbs, they have a house. I was a New Yorker, I grew up in an apartment, I lived in apartments my whole lives. 
uh, whole life. And uh, they, they live there. Still do. I still do. 600 square feet, Travis. We have a very comfy couch, my friend, that uh, not quite a pullout, but you can lay flat on the Sexton couch. So when you're in New York, you need some fancy hotel. The Bucksters got you covered. I don't even like New York hotels because I'm not rich enough to stay in hotels typically that have like decent sized New York rooms. I don't even like some of these. Like, I feel like I'm in a closet when I stay in a hotel in a New York City hotel. Oftentimes, I, I'm not. I don't like being in apartments. My first year ever living off the ground floor was when I was in college in Washington, D.C. I didn't even really like that. I was in a tiny little dorm room. Uh, I'm a on the ground. Uh, with my own plot of land around me, guy. I don't think I don't think I'd be comfortable in New York City. But I remember even when I was a young kid going to the big suburban house with all the and my family. We would have occasionally like random priests would be invited too. So we'd have you know father so and so who'd be sitting there. Yeah. There, there and there's I got a lot of cousins and everything else. There were fifteen, twenty, thirty people, whatever it was, all gathered together. And I do remember even as a young kid. Hearing that it would always it, it would all start out with how's everyone's family and then you get two hours into it the red wine's been flowing a little bit it's like yes. he's the worst mayor in the history of America you know it always happens it always happens did you guys play sports like did you play football outside we used like to the throw football around and basket mostly basketball actually oh, my okay. cousins had a basketball like court you know blacktop with a with a yeah. hoop my in their boys backyard. are obsessed and it's been fun as a dad. The family football game, although I'm getting older and I was throwing, like when I finish the show today, I'm going to be throwing football around with my boys. But the number of injuries that occur in a family football game, you got dad, uncle, grandpa, some moms and, and aunts and everything else. A lot of people not that loose and limber as they used to be. And all of a sudden you try to run fast. And by fast, I mean Ooh. faster than you ever run otherwise. Those hammies go out oh, in a hurry. Hammies. Lots of injuries. Those hammies get real tight from sitting around all day. From all all the time on the PS4 involved, the radio. Lots of food. Yeah, it's it's everybody. Listen. Important safety tip from Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, okay? Stretch out those hammies before you go for the long bomb in the end zone that your your uh, you know your nephew is trying out for varsity this year is going to throw to you. Don't just take off. You are some of you are twenty five listening to this, but most of you are no longer twenty five or fifteen for that matter. When I feel, do you remember when you could just go out and play sports in a jacket and tie, and you weren't even like sweaty afterwards? Yes. Now I'm like, oh gosh, I need to stretch. Also, I need some you- talcum powder. You also used to be able to make fun of people who were like stretching, right? When you're young, the idea that you need to like get loose or limber or stretch at all, you just start going like, like, my kids play football all day long, every day. They're playing right now with other kids in the neighborhood where we are in Florida. The idea that any of them would ever limber up or anything, but my 11 year old wanted to race me, uh, like uh, yesterday. And I was like, I don't really know that I want to race. Like, uh, because he's yeah. getting a lot faster, and I'm afraid he's going to beat me sometime. But I beat him by like a. a, a yeah, you got to beat him, Travis. To... The world is a tough, cold, cruel place. You yeah, got to show him I that it's him. not easy. I out beat there. him, but I had to give a little kick at the end, and he was like, "Dad, can we run again?" And I was like, "Dad does one race a day, yeah. one race, Dad, yeah, one a, day, race a day. Like you, that's it. I, I'm not running multiple sprints here and tearing my hamstring off the bone." Anyone have any fun Thanksgiving traditions or anything they want to throw in the mix here? If they've got a a special. Uh, dish that they like to make that they think everybody should consider part of their. I we even get Jesse who right now the turkey piranhas are feasting on him after oh, his no turkey doubt. commentary. Our friend Jesse Kelly. I was gonna. I couldn't. Re, I, I should have reached out to Matt Walsh 
on Twitter took the opposite. Matt Walsh of the Daily Wire took the opposite position that Turkey, if he were um, the you know the emperor of America, Turkey would be mandated as a tradition at all Thanksgiving tables. So we've got some conservative heavyweights really throwing down over the preferred poultry for America's Day of Thanks. There's no doubt. We'll come back, close out the show, get you guys all ready for your Thanksgiving. Buck will be back on Friday. We'll play a lot of best of, and we'll also be incorporating much of Rush for those of you out there who has missed his Thanksgiving special. Our thanks to James Golden, Votes Nerdly, who joined us to start this hour. Encourage you to download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss a minute there. In the meantime, Tunnel the Towers, making the holidays brighter for our nation's gold star and fallen first responder families with young kids and seriously injured veterans and first responders. For many of these families, the holidays are a tough reminder of the sacrifice their hero made for all of us. That's why the foundation's giving away a home a day starting tomorrow on Thanksgiving through New Year's Eve during its season of hope. With each mortgage-free home, the foundation's delivering on its promise to do good and never forget. For some of these families, they have the comfort of knowing they can stay in the home. They picked with their loved one the home where they made precious holiday memories for families in a new home. They're creating memories they'll cherish forever. Buck, how can you help with this great cause? All of this is possible, folks, because of your generosity. Support America's greatest heroes and their families. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. I'll tell you what, it's the cutting edge. This is what I tell you. The cutting edge is societal evolution if you, if you listen to this program. Still relevant to this very day. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. 
Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are thankful for all of you here as we finish the final segment before Thanksgiving tomorrow. I want to say I hope all of you and your loved ones get to wherever you may be going for Thanksgiving safely. I hope you have a tremendous time. We'll be talking a lot about Thanksgiving uh, with a lot of the best clips from Rush tomorrow. Buck will be in on Friday uh, doing a live show. Appreciate him being there. I will be in Auburn, Alabama, finishing the final campus stop. Buck, I'm ready to be back home for a little while. I'll be at the Alabama-Auburn game in Auburn, Alabama. You can come find me there. And uh, we'll be back and ready to roll uh, with all of so, you. So if anybody has any issues with a family member who's a pro-Fauci masker, when they put on their third mask, and you yes. really want to go triple layer, folks, you know, like like triple canopy foliage, you want to go triple layer on that mask to Maybe show hazmat. that... To show Hazmat that costume, anxiety-filled relative, exactly what the issue is. You know, show them who the real takes the virus seriously. Fauciite is. You got any issues with that? You can call me on Friday on the show. We'll we'll talk through it. You know, and if somebody decides, if you know, if they meet your uh, or if they see your Annie or your Razor, I don't. I don't play cards. What is it? What is you know? If they meet you at the thing you're doing, I don't know. Whatever the. Pope, you're gonna leave me hanging. You're gonna leave me in the trenches I mean, taking you, grenades. You got me all crossed over. We're not a card family. Like yeah. I, I don't know what. Would you I like play the World football. Series of Poker with all the fancy famous? Oh, people? it hasn't even it hasn't even aired yet. I got to play in the World Series, the 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 Poker Challenge, Poker Stars Challenge. It's gonna air on television at some point. Yeah. I don't know when that airs, but yeah. Look, I will tell you this. This is actually a pretty funny Thanksgiving story. Uh, for people who can get in trouble, Buck, this is what happened to me. I was dating my wife. Been married 17 years now. Um, and I went to her house for Thanksgiving. My nephew was probably five years old. And if you've ever been out in the backyard, you were talking about playing basketball, Buck. You know, yep. family Thanksgiving. I had some moves, by the way. I had some I don't moves. doubt it. I don't doubt it. Uh, maybe I doubt it. But we got, we're in the backyard. <laughs> we're in the backyard. And my five-year-old, like, uh, again, he's my nephew. I'm not married yet to my wife. One of the first Thanksgivings I have spent with her family outside of Detroit in uh, Oakland County up in Michigan. Got a lot of listeners up there. Appreciate all y'all. Uh, and so he says, like a lot of kids do, hey, uh, can you put some, can I make some money by making shots, right? Uh, you know, every now and then you're like, hey, if you make that shot, I'll give you 50 cents, a dollar, whatever. Can you make free throws? So we're playing. And I say, okay, we'll do that. And then we get to the end and he says, 
Uh, I want to be able to get twenty dollars. I mean, he's got ten dollars that I've given him over the course of probably an hour and a half out yard. I said, okay, here's what we're gonna do. We'll do double or nothing. I'm gonna walk all the way to this end. I mean, it's like a half court shot at least. And I said, hey, if I make this shot, then you get twenty. If I miss this shot, you get twenty bucks. But if I make it, you lose the ten that you have right now. Virtually no chance that I'm going to make this shot. I'm trying to give him 20 bucks. I line it up and I absolutely drain it. The kid immediately erupts in tears. My nephew, he's five years old. He wasn't my nephew yet. Runs inside, runs inside crying like crazy because I have taken, he said, $10 from him gambling. <laughs> I'm not married yet, Buck. This is the first time I've ever met you're, this family. You're seeing that engagement get distanced. Oh, yeah. My girlfriend then, now my wife, furious at me, comes outside, says he is crying, his mom is furious, everybody is in an uproar in this house over you taking $10 from this five-year-old. I said, look, it was double or nothing. You got This shot that I hit was really incredible. She picks up the basketball, throws it at me, All right, goes back inside. I'm now outside by myself at my soon-to-be-in-laws in the future, not engaged, not married. My father-in-law comes outside. He thinks it's hysterical. He's la- like the whole house, I'm not kidding, is in an uproar. I mean, there is like pandemonium inside over me taking this $10. And he, and he walks out and he just says, you know, if you really needed 10 bucks, you could have just asked me. I would have loaned go. it to you. And so I go inside and they're like, hey, what kind of lesson are you trying to teach this kid? And I said, well, you know, I mean, if you bet double or nothing... And, uh, and, and, you know, you lose like that. I'm not just going to give you 20 bucks. I mean, it was an incredible shot that I hit. So the lesson here is if you are betting with young children for Thanksgiving, yeah. stick to your guns, but also be aware that pandemonium can ensue yeah, if you maybe have the stakes be like red and green M&Ms, Travis. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Well, not, not taking the lunch money from the youth. It was my money that he risked. And he lost it, and I'm sorry. And by the way, his uh, by the way, his this is mom, like the, this is like Clay Travis entrepreneur stories, like the way you know Carnegie when he was a kid used yeah, to like you know, or I, it was a Rockefeller used to sell candy to the other kids, you know, get it wholesale and sell it retail. I don't know if the kid has ever gambled. So the lesson here can be: if you take money from kids at a young age. You can teach them the dangers of being involved in sports gambling, and that's what oh, I did. Way, was this a, was this a sky hook? You strike me as a sky hook guy. No, no, no. This, I mean, it was so far away. I mean, it, it was like you know, like I mean, it, it, a half court shot. You got to get a lot of the body into it. It was more of almost like a chest pass than a traditional shot in order to get it. I mean, it was a phenomenal shot. I don't want to brag or draw attention to myself. It's probably the greatest shot that's ever been hit at my father in law's uh, backyard. Clearly court in worth twenty bucks. Or it was bucks. worth twenty bucks. I mean, it was. I, 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 the chances of me hitting this is a great bet the kid make. The chances of me making it probably, you know, at best one in thirty, one in forty. I mean, this is a long shot past half court, and I hadn't even attempted it, drained it. I mean, I was pretty impressed with myself, and you know, frankly, I won twenty bucks on it. There we go, everybody. See, it's a Thanksgiving miracle, courtesy there you of go. Clay Travis. Um, so we're really uh, looking forward to joining you all. Well, Clay's going to be on Friday. I'll be here Friday, but we'll be back with you on Monday. In the meantime, uh, I just want to say you can discount all of our all of our uh, 
overly strong opinions on things like rolls and turkey and eat whatever you like, of course. Have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Uh, it's not even really, uh, now we're getting in the Christmas spirit, but for yes. Thanksgiving, it's not really about the food. It's about the company and about oh, feeling that's thankful. So sweet. I know. Warming, what is it? What does he say in, uh, Groundhog Day? Warming our hearths and hearts. Punks Such a great Phil. movie. Great movie, too. We had some other people. Dutch with Ed O'Neill. Uh, Scott from California called him with that one. And Kate in Knoxville, Tennessee said the accidental tourist are oh. Thanksgiving movies. So people want Thanksgiving. I don't even know what those are about, but if they want ah. Thanksgiving movies, there it's- you go. It's funny she mentions the accidental tourist. My mom and dad took me when I was a kid to go see the accidental tourist. I was like eight. It was the worst decision they ever made. It's like a super adult movie. I think about like kids dying and things. And anyway, that's probably the worst movie they've ever taken me to. They still regret it. I will say this. From the bottom of our hearts, in all seriousness, not to get too sappy on you, but we really appreciate getting to spend Thanksgiving with you guys. We know how much many of you meet Rush, miss Rush, and we desperately thank you for being such a big part of our families already. You guys are our extended radio family all across the country. Hopefully, you're going to really have some time to reflect, relax, kick back, watch some sports, eat some great food. I'm back with you Friday. Clay and I are back with you Monday. Rush memories tomorrow on the air. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.